It's almost Halloween. Ooh, Ooh spooky. spooky. So how are you? Oh, I'm good. Uh, I'm a little, I'm sore right now. Well, you got like big eventful news. I mean, it's eventful because it's been so many years in the coming. Yeah, no, I've finally moved to a new place. I, um, I'm in the process of moving. I'm, I still have a lease until the end of uh, the year with the other place. So I'm just slowly kind of uh, throwing both, pretty much throwing everything away. I've moved all the stuff that I need. Um, all the f- furniture and shit is going to be thrown away. So right now I'm kind of lacking furniture in the new place. Uh, $30 card table from, uh, from Walmart works as my desk. Um, uh, I have an air mattress for a bed. <laughs> you get that bed because you'll be cranky if you don't get a decent bed. <laughs> the, I, the air mattress is fine. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but, I mean, so Greg has been at his old place since he's been to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, mostly it's it's laziness. It was cheap, and it was like, uh, it was it was a shithole, but it was cheap and it was easy. It was easy to stick there. But mm-hmm. I've been wanting to move for for a while. Last year was a potential point, but then work was going to move, and so right situation. Getting to your old place has got to be such like muscle memory autopilot. Like I want to know the first time that you're headed home and you start going the wrong way. We'll see if it happens even tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did it, it. You know, my new place is not too far away, but it's um, it's much nicer. It's in a it's in a, a apartment complex, and uh, it's like across the parking lot from your work. Yeah, it's seven minute walk. <laughs> It's a faster walk than it is a drive. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Oh, here, check this out. It's a little Max with a mohawk. Yep. So three D printed. So it, my okay. Before you explain, so there must you must have something that you can model a picture onto. Nope. No, no, even better. Did you design? Did did, did you artistically do this? No, even better. 3D scanner, baby. A 3D scanner? What? Oh, the Connect. Yeah. There's software. Like, So the Connect is almost USB, except it runs on 12 volts. So I had to get this little power injector thingy, mm-hmm. right, which turn, takes that orange Connect port, which is a 12-volt USB thing. Mm-hmm. And it, so it replaces the 5-volt power leads with 12-volt. And then you plug this into your computer. And there is a piece of software called Sconnect. And uh, it's not super high resolution. Like, I couldn't I couldn't scan this bottle opener. Mm. Because the Connect doesn't really work until you're about three or four feet away. Mm. So anything that's going to look tiny to the connected four feet is too small to scan. So it won't work for scanning small things. But it would work for scanning profiles of people like that. Larger objects like the hobby horse that we have out there. Does Max just, have a mohawk right now, or is no? So when we modeled that, it, I didn't get the top of his head very good, and the and the mesh was broken, and there was a hole there. And I tried repairing it in MeshMaker, but his head didn't look quite right. Mm. He looked more like an infant or a newborn with a big bulge on his head. <laughs> so I just kind of put the mohawk on just to hide that part to make it print, you know worth printing. Mm-hmm. It fits Max. So. Yeah. So. Uh, pretty cool stuff it'd be awesome if i could scan little things and if it was dimensionally accurate so i could like you know say i wanted to make a piece that fits with another piece i just scan the thing 
that reminds me of something I just read, which is that Microsoft is no longer making the Kinect. Okay. Uh, Microsoft kills off Kinect and stops manufacturing it. Huh. That's weird. Do they have some other kind of VR thing for 360? Or I'm not sure. Or not 360, but the Xbox One or whatever the latest generation is? Uh, Maybe it just wasn't a hit. I mean... Well, I guess they have HoloLens. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it out yet? Is it? Mm, says many laptops now ship with okay. Windows Hello cameras that use the learnings of Kinect to recognize people's faces. Uh, okay. Microsoft is even using some Kinect technology in this latest Windows Mixed Reality headset. So my guess is that they're, you know, they're using Kinect as a... <laughs> like a learning experience. Mm-mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. It could be, uh, you know, the 360 one, right? It, you can use it practically unmodified as long mm-hmm. as you can put 12 volts on to power it. Um, I got that adapter for like nine bucks on Amazon, and uh, you could also use it to like 3D scan rooms. Like it has a pretty long reach; it'll probably work 20 feet out or so. So, like, if you say you wanted to like 3D, do you remember? When we were at Nauticom and we were playing, was it Counter-Strike at that point? And I, we, I started working on like a map that was the, the North Pittsburgh Telephone Company mm-hmm. campus. Mm-hmm. You know, having something like this to map the rooms and stuff yeah. would, have been, would have been pretty great. Well, so the other thing that this article mentions on Verge, the article mentions that uh, the iPhone X, you know, the Apple one, mm-hmm. has a, is basically a miniature Connect, and in fact, Apple... Acquired PrimeSense, who made the original oh, Connect. Okay. So Apple now, you know, is using a lot of that technology. That's so, for the three D face, the face mm-hmm. print stuff. But so much more. But you could potentially do so much more. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be the thing where you know Apple's not going to open up that API for several iterations. You know, like the NFC API is still not available. Mm. You know, and when. Uh, touch id first came out it wasn't available like apps couldn't use touch id to unlock things in the apps it was an upgrade later that they brought out the touch id so yeah it'll eventually um the face id stuff will be able to be used in apps and games and stuff like that but the way apple does things you know the first couple iterations it's private api well they're also doing it I don't know. Well, I didn't really watch the uh, presentation, but I know they're doing some augmented, v, you know, reality stuff. Does that use the same technology? Or it could be. I, I maybe I missed out, but like your iPhone has an NFC chip in it, mm-hmm. but nothing uses it other than Apple Pay, right? And that's a bit frustrating because you could use it to do other things. You could use it to unlock, unlock doors and stuff like that. Unlock yeah. doors, unlock your computer. Not the Macs, because they aren't, but, like, my Chromebook has, if I had an Android, my Android could unlock my Chromebook. Well, my watch like will that. unlock my... Oh, I'll see, but, you know, keeping it, <laughs> keeping it proprietary in the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they don't let the phones do that, but I don't know. Because you could, you could steal a phone. It's harder to steal a watch that's... Un- because it, they'll only work if the watch is set to, you know, have a password on it. As soon as I take mm-hmm. this off, it locks. Right. And so then it only unlocks if it's within range of my phone and I unlock well, sure, my phone but, or if I have the password. 
Well, same thing could go here, right? I mean, you could set your phone next to your laptop. You could unlock it with Touch ID, and it unlocks your computer. Right. And then... But but this does it with automatically. The fact that you are wearing mm -hmm. a watch that is unlocked nearby, mm -hmm. you open it up, it says, okay, good. You're good yeah. to go. So yeah, I guess it. Apple would say they want the best experience, mm -hmm. plus they want you to buy three Apple things. Yes, that's that too. Um, although, now you can buy the Apple Watch without... Without the phone? Yeah, the phone. Whether that is capable of unlocking your Mac, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, so 3D scanner, baby. Mm. For 10 bucks. Plus the connects uh, that I already had. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so at my place, um, I was going to even like go to Ikea this weekend and maybe you know, look around and press guests. Like, and just purchasing all the stuff for just so much stuff that they had to get like... Uh, you know, new plates, new new glasses, new uh, um, silverware, new. Um, are you going to clean out your old place, or are you just going to? No, yeah, yours? I'm cleaning. I'm going to clean it out. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if like if you did the math, like, oh, if I don't need my security deposit back, I'll just leave all this shit here. Well, I'll, I'll clean out enough. <laughs> um, what else? Um, just all the all the shit that I had to you know cleaning equipment, all the stuff. Cause now I have uh, laundry in in the you know it's across from my kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, have a dishwasher. Have uh, everything that you'd want. Moving so. on up. <laughs> uh, central air finally. <laughs> finally. Um. But it was just, yeah, it was, it, there was so much that I had to get, and I realized, all right, well, I mean, let me wait till two weeks or three weeks, and then I'll start, like, looking at getting a sofa, because I can do that $30 card table, and that works fine, and then I can use it later as, like, some portable thing. Mm -hmm. But so now I have a den, I have a uh, dining room, a living area, and a kitchen with an island, uh, and a bedroom, nice big closet space, and a bathroom, and a patio. Patio too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, the only thing I gotta look at now, I need to get so right now, things that, that are like definitely on my need list. Uh I need a welcome mat. Um <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> that's funny that that's the first thing that you said. No you don't have a bed, but you need a welcome mat. I just Well it's, it's just like to 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 have I I've when it's wet outside, like you know, right. I don't you know the whole thing's carpet, I don't wanna drag shit in there don't want to have to you know do that stuff so and welcome i need some um some covering for my window in the bedroom that is uh that blocks out all light because right now lots of light is getting through and uh that's kind of oh, i need to get my internet hooked up which is on monday so that and that will like then I can like live there, but in, and uh, not really have anybody over yet because there's no place to right. sit or anything. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just preparing everything. Very cool, exciting times. These mm -hmm. are. Yep. I don't have anything nearly as big to talk about. I'm cutting down the tree in the backyard, that big tree. I noticed last weekend 
uh, when we're raking up leaves, how rotten the trunk has become mm. because it's split about 10 years ago. One, it's like a, the tree itself is like three main trunks, like that split, you know, less than 10 feet off the ground. And one of those about 10 years ago blew over and split. Mm. And so when we cut that off, I kind of painted in the wound and whatnot and tried to keep it sealed. But I was, I guess I haven't been diligent, you know, as of late and was down there and it's pretty rotten down, down at the bottom. It's super soft. And I peeled off a piece and like, there was a handful of grubs, like a big family oh, orgy wow. of grubs in there or not grubs, but um, slugs. And then up above, you can see a woodpecker's been poking holes in it. So, um, get so much wind up here in the winter time that I don't want to cut that tree down. Such great shade, uh -huh. but it's, it's like 60 feet tall. You know, it it's probably would take out the fence, but if we're unlucky, it would hit the deck, you know? So that would be bad news. So I am, I also don't want to pay a thousand dollars to have someone take a tree down. So I'm kind of doing it bit by bit. So I got a pole saw from a neighbor. So I got everything I could reach from the ground. And then I brought a, a climbing harness from a guy at work. So uh, I took a little off a little bit early yesterday and climbed up into the tree with a ladder and then strapped myself in with the climbing harness. So I didn't have to, you know, worry about falling. Um, it's hard work standing in a tree, even with the climbing harness though. I was so, I was getting tired. So I came down and by the time I got to the ground and everything, like I was like not very far from passing out. Like I was like, wow. like I was feeling a little bit lightheaded and I'm like, I just crawled up to the house and like, I, this is a long time since I've been like that completely exhausted. So I came down at the right time. And, uh, this whole thing is, you know, safety, 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 right? Uh, I'm going to do as much as I can with manual saws up in the tree. I'm not going to go up there and chuck myself in with a chainsaw. Um, unless I'm really certain that, you know, I can do it safely. And, uh, Hopefully I can get the tree down or I'll do as much as I can until it gets too hairy and then I'll call in the pros. But I, uh, I really would rather spend that money on putting in a new tree or something mm -hmm. as opposed to having an old tree taken out. Which is why I like apartments. I don't have to worry about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's sad because it was like, it shaded the whole backyard mm -hmm. and now it's got to go. Well, life moves on. Yeah. Think of all the CO2 it took out of the atmosphere every year. Poor th well, with all the nature that it had in it, with all the grub snails <laughs> and stuff, maybe, maybe it wasn't really doing that much. Well, you, well, a tree can be perfectly healthy and rotted through in the center, right? Because yeah, yes. all the living stuff's on the outside. That's true. That's it's true. the structural integrity of the mm -hmm. tree, right? It's not like it was a sick tree that right. had to come down. Yeah, right. It was a healthy tree. But... That wasn't structure, yeah, yes. Yeah. True enough, true enough. So, if there are any, see, <coughs> there was a slack thing that you put out, you put in there. Miller Coors comments on new Sam Adams Hazy IPA. What is this? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I, um, uh, I posted that. Because of the same Adams thing. Uh, I said I had a frog in my throat. <clears> throat> um, I didn't see the Miller Coors comment on the link, though. But uh, it just, you know, Sam Adams is out another disappointing quarter. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, one of the two big initiatives they're having for the next quarter to try to turn things around is Hazy IPA. Right. Didn't Jim say something about not chasing the latest trends? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that was when <clears throat> Sam Adams was not struggling. Yes. <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> okay. I'll try. I'd love to try Sam. If Sam Adams New England IPA is like that good, as good as like some of the best ones we've had and is omnipresent, that that it could be interesting, right? Why is this Miller? Cor- oh, oh be- I guess it's behind the beer is a blog, and oh, just... oh, is that their okay? And all of this is just they're, they're repeating <clears throat> a press release, yeah. And that's the, that's a comment. I, I like I said, I, I clicked the link and didn't see the comment. Um, I think the the I think the hazy IPA from Sam Adams is a, you know worthy enough for us to talk about. I don't know. Well, they already if, I mean, if Miller Coors isn't really making any comment other than their blog parody well, press release. What it was Rebel Raw, wasn't that kind? Of, it was, yeah. Uh, probably a different style, right? That was more like aggressive, you know, super dry hopped, shipped to you in two mm-hmm. days, not oded and. Well, I mean, a hazy IPA needs to be fresh for it to really get character. Yeah, well, it seems like there's, you know, doesn't have much shelf stability. So that's the other thing. Like, if they're going to put this out, you know, it. how long is its shelf life going to be before it's, like, yeah. a mediocre wannabe hazy IPA? If, it, if it's when it's fresh, it is that... <clears throat> You know, the kind of thing we're looking for. If they could figure out a way to make it so that they can finish health-stable hazy IPA, that would yeah. be interesting, right? Well, that's the thing when I was having my coughing fit that I was I was thinking about. I don't know if I actually said the words, but... No, you must have said... <laughs> yeah. No. If they could... <clears throat> if they could put out a top-shelf hazy IPA mm-hmm. and make it available when most hazy IPAs are only available at brewery tap mm-hmm. rooms and stuff... Would that be so? The hazy IPA market is people go craft beer geeks are going gaga over it right now. Well, there's it's a love hate, right? There's some people that hate it, other people love it. Is it is it going to be big enough to change Sam Adams' fortune? Like, like Oktoberfest, right? This beer is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best non. I mean, aside from Cosmic Brother Funk and Utopias, I think this is the best beer they put out all year. It's really good. It, it doesn't really fit the uh, the Oktoberfest, the Martzen style okay. guide so much. It's so malty, but it is really delicious. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think of their like, main line, I think that's one of the best, this best yeah. beer they put out mm-hmm. all year. If they put out a hazy IPA that is like, well, shit, this thing is really good and it's really available, could that change their fortunes? Uh, I mean, I don't know. They are suffering from, I, I think, they're suffering from, you know, the expanded beer market <clears throat> made them less vi- visible as a consequence. So it's not so much that people think, oh, Sam Adams is bad. It's just people think <laughs> there's so many options, mm-hmm. you know, and then Sam Adams does not know, is no longer seen everywhere. So it doesn't have the cachet it, it, it had before. Yeah. So it's, you know, they they had a. I remember, you know, a couple of years ago they had advertised they had like ninety two different styles they put out. That's got to stop, right? I mean, 
they can't keep putting out ninety two. Yeah, movies. it's hard to have uh it's hard to have an identity. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was an article put out about this. It's hard to have an identity when you have that much because every time you go to the store you're you gotta see something completely different. Um other than Boston Lager, which will be out all the time. You know, you're gonna see it's like every three days they're putting out a new mm-hmm. A new beer. And it used to be that most places would have like a Sam Adams seasonal on tap, but now it doesn't now it's the market expanded so much that that's not a guarantee. And Well, I saw in the, in this it might have been the Miller Coors thing. That maybe that's the part of the comment. It's like Boston beer, the beer slash hard tea slash sparkling uh seltzer, you know, like like it kind of called the company like for what it is, where it's not uh-huh. a craft. It's not so much a craft brewery anymore. It's a more. It's it's still definition ba craft, but I mean they sell such a huge share of twisted tea. They share such a huge share of Angry Orchard. Mm-hmm. They have their spark their alcoholic uh, seltzer. You know, those are like seem to be like their growth markets. And they keep if they keep growing in those markets, then they're gonna fall out of the definition of a craft brewer. If you know more than half they what they make is, is not craft beer. Well, that whole definition yeah. of craft brewer it's is something flexible. that we are very yes. Uh, and and you know, we, the two of us have been very kind of like iffy on that whole thing. And um, the. The, the Brewer Association has bent over backwards to keep Sam Adams. All right. They won't lose the yeah. two plus million barrels mm-hmm. of craft beer volume. It it wouldn't cut it in half anymore, but it'd be a huge dent. At least 20%, I think. It's mm. a lot. That's you know, how do you, how do you write, how do you write that down? You know, yeah. <laughs> like you can't write down that loss very easily. Uh, well, you can only if something grows in its place, right? Is that there's some big growth in its place, which right now is not happening because big corporations <laughs> are buying the the um, beer companies. So, but there are still five thousand plus breweries. So it's not like you know if you if you really want to avoid uh, corporate beer, it's, it's very easy. No, sure. Yeah, I'm just thinking of the times where... And corporate beer has not overtaken the shelves, even though there was that was, oh my god, every, mm-hmm. the shelves are going to be covered with... No, same amount of of corporate stuff to craft that I see. Nothing's changed. That's because they're fighting and bitching about it. <laughs> they're holding the line because of, because of all this. I'm just trying to think of the times where... The only thing that has changed is I see more like... Alka Pops. Yes. When you're out looking for beer, what Sam Adams brand, what would it have to be to to win your buying decision? You know? Like, I've seen, I've, I've bought like Rebel IPA sometimes. There was like nothing in the IPA stuff. That, well, I went an IPA and there was nothing there. That, there was like, there was something that was 20 bucks or there was something that was 12.99. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, it, it's, um, <clears throat> is it my favorite IP in the market? No. Is it uh, better than other ones? Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Oktoberfest is kind of the one that, that I think mm-hmm. of and see any of their holiday beers and their wheated winters and stuff, you know, which all have nutmeg in them. You know, those ones scare me away because they just love, someone there loves nutmeg. I don't buy the Rebel Grapefruit because I'm really, I've never been convinced on, on those okay. grapefruit IPAs and things like that. Um, maybe if they did a habanero rebel, I'd, I'd be interested in trying. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, you, I don't even remember still, what I see. We, we still have to try a, a cold watermelon Dorado, like, like ice cold. <laughs> ice I'm, cold I'm watermelon Dorado. I'm curious because we know what it tastes like when, you know, at the temperatures that we like and it's dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Boston Beer's in a weird spot. They've been in a weird spot for five years now, but they're in a really weird spot. I don't know what they should do. Not listen to us, probably. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Anheuser Bush listened to us with Michelob, and look what happened to them. They got... <laughs> Belgian company bought them, so... <laughs> <laughs> our, our business advice isn't doing so hot right in the past. Well, I think it was it was fine advice. It was just... That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to. Oh wow, this thing's seventeen percent. Holy crap! <laughs> okay, that's why this is the biggest beer in Nebraska, I guess. Oh, yikes. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, most of my thinking this week has been on you know moving and stuff like that, so I haven't really paid attention to much else going on. Yeah. Got a new product in at work. I'm gonna be a little bit vague on it, but it, it's it's been interesting learning it because it's you know it's a real commercial product, big name brand, and uh, so I've been trying to work my way through the documentation and learning it and and talking with the Resi a little bit, trying to figure out their way of doing it. And so that's why I've been doing work. So it's been it's been a fun week for me when I'm not putting out fires, mm. working on something new and exciting. And well, once I get everything set up, maybe we should. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to go through the whole thing of moving the all the equipment. <laughs> I was going to say we could do like a remote show from my place or something. Uh, we could just do with the zooms and stuff. Yeah. Do a lo-fi one. I mean, I'm not going to move the whole studio. Yeah. Too much work. <laughs> studio B. <laughs> Finally, get a studio B. Uh, so we're actually will have. Um, I had a couple. Of, things that not really lined up but we've talked about so i once i get off my ass we can line them up there's a place down on Penn in the strip it's called um pennsylvania libations or something like that and what this place is is they sell pennsylvania made spirits whiskeys rums stuff like that they're it the way it works is they're i forget what the word they used for it, but like they don't own the spirits on the shelves there, the distilleries still own them, but they're kind of like a centralized remote sales place. Okay. So, you know, almost like consignment, think of consignment, right? Where they don't own the stuff, but they're selling, but it has to be a Pennsylvania spirits maker. So I was talking with them a little bit and they seemed like they might be interested in, you know, doing a, a, a whiskey tasting or a rum tasting or something like that. The downside is, you're just going to get Pennsylvania. It's going to be very limited scope, right? Yeah. You're just going to give Pennsylvania. Well, there are experience. two downsides I can think of. One, well, I guess the only down, I mean, 
the the first one is one you mentioned. The second one was getting home. Getting home, but then I thought about Uber and yeah, yeah. So that's not. Yeah, there's that. I mean, just just be responsible. I mean, it's like it's not like they have thousands of things there, you know. So, and then um, the uh, bar manager at the Beer Hive, Cassandra. She uh, she knows her beer. I've talked to her a few times, and I, I'd like to get her on the show because anytime we can get you know, a woman in craft beer on the show and kind of, you know, not be two white guys in their forties in a basement. And mm-hmm. I think that's good. So it'd be good. And, um, it would probably do it down at the beer hive instead of having her all come all the way to cranberry. Speaking of white guys, um, Nick, uh, is now working at a yard in, um, in Philly. And he is, uh, training to be a, uh, um, Cicerone. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, and he used he used us as like uh, a way to get in and talk about beer. And now he is actually in training and learning. He's like learning so much about hops and he's like, he's, he's, as you're going to come back and school us on this. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, musicians still his passion. Yeah. What, what's his role there? Like, what is server or in the restaurants? Or well, working he in the started as a server and he's training to be a Cicerone and he, so he's learned all the beers and he's learning the menu and stuff that you know, oh, okay. he So, yeah, he's he's getting trained but they, they, they just said, you know, he's cutting his hours because he's going to do more gigs and stuff but they're okay with it, so. Oh, that's cool. Yes, occasional co-host of Craft Beer. Right? Yeah. yeah. Super cool. So I told him, you know, next time you come in town, of course, there's a place for you to stay. And he's me pointing out all our errors. Now, yeah. Now that he has all the fresh. Exactly. He's going to be like, actually, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> well, I told him, good. I mean, that, that's what we want. We want somebody yeah. to, to come in here and, 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 and pound us in the head with the right. <laughs> Instead of our off kilter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Super cool. Super duper cool. Super duper duper cool. All right. Show. Show, show. Faux show.